1: Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com.
2: This pod is brought to you by Brand MN, a Minnesota company making awesome shirts and more for Minnesotans. Odds are, if you're listening to this podcast, which you are, they've got something you'll love. Personally, I like the Howl at the Moon hoodie and crew neck. Very simple. It's black and white with a little bit of green. It's awesome. Definitely go check it out on their website. They also have stuff for other teams, not just the Timberwolves. So, go to BrandMN.com and use the code AWAW for 15% off your order. Your closet will thank you. Welcome back to the A Wolf Among Wolves podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Headkey. You can find me on Twitter at B underscore Headkey NBA. You can find the show on Twitter at A-W-A-W underscore podcast. And as always, this is part of the A Wolf Among Wolves podcast network. A Wolf Among Wolves blog can be found on Twitter at A-W-A-W blog. That's where you can also find all my writing and everything else that goes on in the Timberwolves universe. So today's show, I'm. it's going to be pretty short, but I really just want to talk about the possibility of the NBA returning and the risks and the rewards or the benefits of what an NBA return could look like. So basically, the, as I see it, there are three options for the NBA to return. One is to return and complete the regular season before getting into the playoffs. I don't know how this was, would look. There has been talk of doing it at like Disney World and other places. But that is one option. The second option would be jumping straight into the playoffs as teams are seated currently, so then the Wolves would not have any more games or anything like that. And that would be the second option to returning to basketball. The third option would be no more basketball at all this season, and we just cancel the rest of the season, cancel the playoffs, and award no champion for this season. For some reason, I'm thinking that third option won't happen, but it's always a possibility. But in somewhere another. I assume that the NBA will return to crown a champion somehow. But for the Timberwolves, there are really some risks and benefits, as I mentioned earlier, to each possible um, scenario. Realistically, if the NBA returns and goes um, into the regular season, has has the teams finish their games, there are a couple things that I think would really be beneficial for the Timberwolves. One of those things would be getting a longer look at like Wancho, Malik Beasley, James Johnson, all of these pieces that were brought in that we haven't seen a lot of. So we've only seen a handful of games. Pro- I think it's 14 games from Wancho and Beasley. And they've played well. They've played really well since they've came over. But we're not sure if that's a sustainable thing or if it's really just a fluke. We'd like to think it's sustainable and we'd like to assume that They're going to be pieces that will be around for a long time. But if we got a longer look at them, we would really understand their value on the market for free agency as they both will be hitting restricted free agency this summer. And fans are calling for Beasley to return. And I, I really like Malik Beasley. I like what he's done in Minnesota since he got here. And I think he could really be a good part of this team moving forward. But just getting an extra 20 games or however many games are left in the NBA season we could see a lot more of Beasley. We could see a lot more of Wancho. We could see a lot more of James Johnson and any other pieces that came in. Vanderbilt might get a chance. Spellman might get a chance. So there's there's pieces that we haven't seen much of or any of. And I think it'd be really beneficial to see what they can bring to the team. But on the flip side of that, if, we, if the NBA does go back into the regular season and we play more games, other teams are going to get longer looks at Wancho and Beasley. And every, and every other player that came in, and they might think, oh, these players really are, this is who they are, it's not a fluke. And they might offer them an amount that the Timberwolves are not comfortable matching, and then they could be out the door. So that's a risk that runs with returning the uh, NBA season as is and finishing out the regular season. But they also run the risk of Beasley coming back, Wancho coming back, and they just don't play well. Now you think about it, and you're looking at two sides of a thing. You have, one, maybe they're out of shape, they're just not playing well because they took a two-month break, three-month break, whatever it is, or maybe they're just not a good player and they came back down off of their you know, newly traded high, wanting to prove themselves, everything like that, and maybe they're just not good. So that could possibly be a blessing in disguise to where we don't overpay for them this summer. While I don't really think that will happen, I think I believe quite a bit in what they've brought. It is a possibility and it can't be ignored. Um, Another benefit, I think, is just the overall enjoyment aspect. As an NBA fan in general, not as a Wolves fan particularly, but just as an NBA fan, a basketball fan, we want to see games. In one form or another, we do want to see basketball. We want to see teams fighting for a championship. We want to see teams, you know, giving it all they have. And I think that As a fan, I would want the NBA to return in some form, as I think most fans would, forgetting the logistics of it. I'm not talking about, oh, the money aspect, anything like that. I'm talking strictly about watching basketball, and I think that every fan can agree they want to watch more basketball this season. So that's another benefit to bringing back the NBA. Um, Along with seeing more of Wancho and Beasley and everything like that, I also think it'd be beneficial to see more of D'Lo, see what he looks like in our offense and kind of see what we might need to do with him, tweak a few things, you know, everything like that. He has had more time to really study the playbook and everything like that, but he hasn't had time to really mesh with the rest of the team. So I think a big thing would be seeing D'Lo and these other new additions really get more time to gel as a group, become like a solid core of players. So having everybody come in or everybody that came in at the trade deadline, just giving them more time to get to know the system, get to know the coaches the other players the city everything like that I think it would be very beneficial for the Timberwolves to have more time working with these players and just building that connection you know getting that team chemistry on the floor as well as off the floor because we know that these connections outside of the game can mean a lot as well another thing I want to talk about would be it'd be a benefit to see Ryan Saunders coach a few more games Saunders coached half of last season I think it was like 40 ish games last year and then he's coached every game this season and you know the jury's still out on Saunders is he a good coach is he a bad coach he's dealt with a lot of injury and roster turnover this season which has really made it hard to get a true gauge on how he is as a coach we know he has a rep as a player development guy that really knows his players well he makes these connections and he's like almost a friend of these players but we haven't seen too much of him holding players accountable. We saw that situation with Wiggins where he did hold him accountable, which is, it's encouraging to see that, but we don't know how strongly that will continue. I have faith in Saunders. I think he probably will be a good coach and he definitely deserves a chance to prove that with a healthy roster. And bringing back this season will give him a chance to prove that as the roster would be fairly healthy outside of Carl Anthony Towns, who I assume probably would not come back, regardless of how the NBA returns, not only due to his injury, but also the death of his mother, which is a very devastating situation. But suffice to say, Saunders really needs a more opportunity for us to get a gauge on him. And as someone who is critical of the Timberwolves, I think seeing 15, 20 more games of Saunders as a coach would help us get really a much better read on the Timberwolves and his ability to run the offense, run the defense, run everything as that head coach, and see how he can control the new players, how he gets Beasley and Wancho and Russell involved in the offense. So I think that would be one benefit as well. And another benefit is just to have the opportunity for some of the younger players to get more coaching, like Culver, Nasri, Jalen Noel. Those players have... Talent. They are very talented humans. Obviously, much more talented than I am. And aside from their talent, they're still young. Both all of them are in their twenties, and very early twenties at that. And they really—they're still catching up with the NBA speed. They've played well, especially Col- especially Nas. Culver's played decent. He's played well in spurts. We haven't seen a lot from Noel, and I think that it's important for him to get a little bit more time, whether that be in the NBA, like the big league level. Or the G League. Either way, I think it's important for these guys to just develop and get more experience at this level. Cause the NBA is a different, it's a different breed than college basketball. So I think it's important for them to have that time to really develop their skills, work with NBA coaches, NBA trainers that are gonna provide them what they need to take that next step at the NBA level. So Nas Reed, as I mentioned, he's a very solid big man who can shoot the ball. He's agile, but he needs to work on his defense. He needs to work on just a few other tweaks and everything so he can become like a quality bench piece for the future. And I think he has the skill set to do that. I think he just needs a little bit more coaching and having another 15 games with some practices would help his ability to be able to grow to that next level. Culver as well. He has a lot of work to do with his mechanics and some of his mentality. And I think Culver really is just a slow learner. And I think that maybe he just needs a little bit more time at the NBA level. And if he was already a slow learner to begin with, if we cut 20 games or whatever it is off of his first season in the NBA, next year is just going to be that much harder for him to come back and really take that next step. So I think having him this season perform a little bit better would be good. Uh, Jalen Noel, as I mentioned, he needs a little bit more time Jared Vanderbilt's another player that I really like and I'm very high on, and I think he needs a little bit more time to really become a player that can contribute at the NBA level. He has these skills that are very unique and very interesting. He's a good defender. He's tall, lanky, fast, and he can handle the ball, pass the ball, and he's such a good rebounder. He's so talented rebounding the basketball, but he has a few things to really develop to where he can become a key contributor at the NBA level and 15, 20 games, as I keep mentioning, that would be crucial to his development. And he's been healthy, which is good. He's had some injury troubles in the past. So with him being a healthy player now, he has that time and ability to improve. So now let's take a look at some of the risks that might happen with bringing the NBA back. One is a loss of revenue. Either way, the the players are still getting paid. And the teams are not really bringing in money. And whether games resume or not, as I said, the players are getting paid, but the team isn't bringing in much revenue. So I guess a benefit more than a a risk would be having a little bit more money through TV sponsorships, everything like that, because someone has to pay for that. And we know the TV providers are not just going to You know, fork over that money, you know, cut their losses and be gone. That's going to fall on the NBA and the NBA teams, which will take a toll and it could affect things down the line. But the revenue thing fits into salary cap issues as well. We don't know what the salary cap is going to look like for next season. Likely it'll go down due to the loss of revenue, which will affect how many people can be brought in, what type of contracts can be given, everything like that. And I think that it's important to see how the revenue aspect of returning the NBA affects those things. If it's good for it, I think there's a like likelihood that the NBA comes back. If going into the playoffs is the best option monet- monetary-wise, then maybe that's what they do. But I think that the money aspect is a really big thing that the NBA is considering when looking at their options for bringing in or bringing back the, the play, bringing back NBA games. Another risk the Timberwolves have is to lower their lottery odds. So the team played decently well after the trade deadline, nothing really to call home about, but they were showing signs and there's a chance that they would win a decent number of games going out throughout the rest of the season, which could lead to them having worse lottery odds. So they're already like the third worst record in the league, but they have a really high chance of falling to like sixth or seventh in the NBA lottery, which we don't want. With, as a Timberwolves fan, we want to have that top three pick like we're projected to have. And unfortunately, if the season came back, there's a chance that we would have worse odds in the lottery. Vice versa, there's also a chance that we would have better odds in the lottery. If we lose more games, you know, with Town still being unable to play and, you know, teams the team's still trying to figure everything out, there's a really good chance that we also could increase our lottery odds and maybe jump up a spot but I think they're pretty far gone to really lose enough games to move up in their lottery odds, so likelihood would rather be that they're looking at moving down in the draft than up due to their play and the other team's records. Another risk is Carl Anthony Towns. Likely he won't play if the NBA does return, but if he does, there's a chance that he re-injures himself or anything like that, people would want to see him play due to seeing his chemistry with Beasley and Russell and Wancho and just see what that team can bring because, as we know, Cat and D'Lo only played that one game together and they played it against Toronto. And it was a decent game, but the Timberwolves did end up losing. So we haven't seen, like, barely, we barely seen any um, of those two sharing the floor. And that was the big attraction was these two are going to have that chemistry because they already have it off the floor. Now they should bring it onto the floor and it should translate well. And we haven't really seen that because we've only saw that one game against Toronto. So Towns not playing is a risk. Towns playing is also a risk. It's just a sticky situation. We hope the best for Towns with his injury and with the death of his mother. So we are just optimistic that he'll be back for next season. He should be back, but I'm assuming he won't be back for this season if it does resume. Another big what-if or a risk that I have, and I thought about this for a while, was playing basketball takes a toll on the body. And basketball shape is different than any other sports shape. It's different than being in football shape. It's different than being in running shape. It's different than baseball shape. Basketball shape is a lot of running and quick side-to-side movements, you know, very jerky, everything like that. And some of these players live in apartments in the middle of Minneapolis, in St. Paul, or in the surrounding areas, and they don't have a basketball court to be playing on. So, we run the risk of the players being really rusty coming back. Maybe they haven't shot a basketball in months. It's very possible that these players are stuck in their apartments on the 27th floor of an apartment complex, and they can they can't do anything because they don't have a hoop to shoot on, they can't go running, they can't do their workouts and they're really just stuck in there with a treadmill or a peloton or something, and they can't really get into basketball shape. And when a player isn't in good shape, the risk is heightened for injury. And we've already had a ton of injury with this Timberwolves team. We saw it with Layman. we saw it with Towns, and we really can't afford to have these players keep getting injured. So it would need to take a set amount of time for players to get back into basketball shape before we can even consider resuming the regular season or even the playoffs. Although the Timberwolves wouldn't play in the playoffs, it would still be important for the other 29 teams that have a chance to make the playoffs or the other 16 teams that would for surely make the playoffs if the NBA went straight with that route. So injuries is something that we don't really want to play around with in the NBA. They are very You know, things depend on injuries a lot. We saw that with the Timberwolves throughout the season, how Cat was injured a bunch, and it affected how the team played. So I think that returning the NBA in one of those facets is really tough to do for everyone because the players will need that time to get back into game shape, get back into basketball shape, and be ready to perform at the highest level. So the next topic I want to talk about was D'Angelo Russell. John Krasinski of the Athletic A great article out about D'Angelo Russell where he talked to him and D'Angelo basically talked about how he feels that Minnesota is a home it's where he's meant to be and you know he could see himself starting a family here living here and really building his life in Minnesota which as Wolves fans who are high on D'Angelo Russell we love to hear that that's something that we've been wanting for months if not years some of us and to hear him say that is just another you know, confidence booster that Russell wants to be here. He's dedicated to being here, and it should help his overall play. But there was something interesting that came out of the D'Angelo Russell interview. Um, He played with the Lakers, obviously, first. And then he moved to uh, Brooklyn to play with the Nets before going to Golden State and then being shipped to Minnesota. But while playing for the Nets, he had an all-star season. He played really well. But the hard thing about it, according to him, was Kenny Atkinson. And in his article, in in John's article, he kind of threw some shade at Kenny Atkinson. And this doesn't sound relevant, really, except for that Timberwolves fans are very, you know, they're calling for the Timberwolves to fire Ryan Saunders and hire Atkinson because Atkinson is viewed as a quality coach. And they, you know, he has ties to other players, in the organization and he knows pablo prigioni well he knows delo well and he has worked with this system that the timberwolves are running so yes sounds like a great fit according to d'angelo russell though he wouldn't be too keen about it so basically he was saying that brooklyn was a place i will quote this quote brooklyn was a place that he needed as well as brooklyn needed him which is what uh d'angelo russell's brother actually said in john's article He said that they were able to mold each other and build each other up. So he doesn't really have ill will towards playing in Brooklyn. I think, as they're saying, Brooklyn was that necessary stepping stone for D'Angelo Russell's career. But D'Angelo didn't really want to give any of that credit to Kenny himself because he knows that the success was more due to his play, his will to do those things rather than Kenny coaching him and giving him those opportunities. Russell said, and I quote, I'm not going to give it to Kenny. I still don't think he knew what he had, honestly. I don't think he knew what I was capable of in the fourth quarter. So it seems that he's aware that, you know, Karis LeVert was the star of that Nets team, and it wasn't really D'Angelo's team. It was Karis' team. It was Spencer Dinwiddie's team. And the opportunity for Russell really came when dinwiddie got hurt so he seems to be poking at uh atkinson saying you know he's not really that great a coach we just had these good players that played well and that russell doesn't think that atkinson really gave him anything new he thinks it was just happenstance that he was able to get those minutes because spencer dinwiddie was hurt so while the thought of bringing in a air quotes, good coach." is really not a for-sure thing with Kenny Atkinson, according to Russell. And we see that in this article and everything else. We don't really know if Kenny Atkinson would be the guy to be in Minnesota. He's known as a player development coach. We need some of that. But Timberwolves fans are antsy. We want to win, and we want to win in a couple years for sure. We don't want to keep sitting around. We waited 14 years to make a playoff berth. And then we made one, lost in the first round, and now we haven't sn- sniffed the playoffs since then. So it is hard to consider if we bring in Atkinson, if we keep Ryan Saunders, if we bring in someone else. But one thing is for sure, D'Angelo Russell is not too keen about bringing in Atkinson. And if I know anything about Gerson Rosas, it's that he wants to keep his star players happy. And Gerson's star players are Cat and D'Lo. If D'Lo wouldn't be happy with Atkinson coming in, Cat would not be happy with Atkinson coming in. therefore Rosas is not happy with Atkinson coming in. I don't know that for a fact. Again, I have no inside knowledge of anything. That's just my thought. That's what I think maybe might be like a realistic um opinion or like a realistic chance of happening. I don't think Atkinson will be coming to the team and I think that uh, Ryan Saunders will be the coach for next season. So that's pretty much all I have for today. If you have any suggestions of people I should bring onto the pod or questions or anything like that, you can always, always let me know on Twitter, either at my Twitter at B underscore nba, That's B underscore H-E-D-T-K-E-N-B-A or on the podcast uh, Twitter as well, which is at A-W-A-W podcast. So let me know any questions you have. I will answer them. But other than that,
0: Who get it done.